Welcome to the Lives of Courage podcast with me, Jessica Stong. Each week, we'll look at ways to choose courage every day, as I know even the smallest acts of courage matter. Through inspiration and action, we can grow into who we are truly meant to be. So welcome. I'm so glad you're here. I almost said good morning. It's not really morning here. I hope you all are well. I'm so excited to talk about self-care as self-love or self-care is self-love. And this is really about meeting your own needs, sweet friends. As we are coming up to Valentine's Day, Galentine's Day, whatever it may be for you, I want to talk about what self-care looks like for you. I want to offer a new definition of self-care, why loving yourself is caring for yourself and why caring for yourself is loving yourself. And then third, I want to talk about what you can do to care for yourself right now. Because let's get real really quickly, right? I'm going to just adjust this a little bit. Um, I Here's so many things when we talk about self-care, what it looks like, what it means. And here's the deal. It's often actions or it's often like those surface level things, Netflixing, buying things, reading, exercising, yoga, wine, cutting out toxins, people or products, right? All the things. It's surface level actions. It's not creating the space. It's not really about connection. So I'm not here to tell you what self-care should be. I'm not here to tell you how to do self-care even, what activities should be involved. I'm not here to say that. But I'm here to tell you is how it should make you feel. I, sweet friends, want to define self-care as how you take care of your physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual health. Self-care involves loving yourself, sweet friends, enough to engage in consistent, consistent, okay, ongoing and proactive work. It's important to note that these things may or may not be enjoyable in the short term, and that's really important, but it is creating well-being, wellness in the long term. So let's explore this definition that I just throw out, so casually throw out. I want you to understand that self-care, (laughs) self-love is consistent and ongoing. It's not a one-off activity that you check, right? But a commitment to taking care of your own needs. And I'm going to be honest here, sweet friends. Hmm. For some time, I tried to define self-care as something I would do to check out of life, to numb myself from my emotions, to numb myself from my emotional pain. Um, I used to describe actions I took to soothe or comfort myself from the impact, right, of an unmanaged mind. I did self-care here and there. I used it when I felt overwhelmed or burnt out. It wasn't something that was consistent or ongoing. And yes, we need breaks. I don't want you to think that I'm not saying that. 
but we don't need reactive breaks. We don't need that, which leads us to point number two. How great am I at this? Self-care is proactive, sweet friends. You take care of yourself ahead of time because what you know you are worthy and you know you matter. It's not a last ditch effort to avoid a crash anymore. And I also wanna take a moment to say something. You, even though you're not gonna use Netflix anymore as a self-care experience, you still will watch TV. You will watch great TV shows and movies and drink all the wine, but you will choose to do those things because you actually enjoy them and you choose them ahead of time for what they are rather than needing them to cope with the stress that you create for yourself with your mind or that, that self-care is managing your mind so that you can experience work and rest and pleasure and none of them have to feel desperate or compulsive and none of them have to compensate for each other. It's more than effort of like numbing out for sure, but the long-term benefits are so worth it. Self-care isn't just about action, but it's become so defined by our societal standards because what? We are obsessed with action and not the thoughts and emotions that drive that action as a society, as a whole, right? And we see change as the external demonstration versus the internal experience. Of, of change and the thoughts and emotions that create the action. I'm pointing, like you can see my whiteboard over there that has the tear process written down on it, that I take care of myself is the thought. And when you have that thought, you feel empowered, you feel motivated. And the action you take is proactive, right? It is, it is, experiential, it's doing the things from the thought, I love myself so much that I take care of myself. So I want you to understand that self-care involves what? Loving yourself so hard. And so we have to ask ourselves some hard questions. Do you love yourself right now, sweet friend? Do you feel like you deserve to feel good? So many of us, and I want you to know that you are not alone in this. So many of us beat ourselves up and we don't treat ourselves well. We feel guilty when we take time for us. We feel embarrassed or shame if we pour into ourselves, viewing everyone else's needs as more important than our own. And it comes back to our thoughts and emotions about ourselves. And this fuels what the action we can take. And self-care is what you think and feel about yourself. It's how you love yourself. The why of self-care matters more 100% than the action. Why are you taking time for yourself? Are you doing it to buffer, to numb out, to comfort yourself from the ravages of your unmanaged mind, from the pain of your unmanaged mind, from running from your feelings? Are you trying to escape someone or something or get away from your feelings and thoughts? 
I know for so long that was my my method is that I would go and go and go and something would happen and I wouldn't have any choice but to take a break. But what if I chose ahead of time on purpose to take breaks throughout the week, throughout the day, to pour into myself so that my cup was not empty? And so I ask you this, are you taking actions because you've chosen it, like consciously made the decision ahead of time as a way to promote your mental health, your emotional health, your spiritual health, your physical health, or what, and in whatever ways that are available to you, which is different for everybody? Or is it a reaction? So I want you to take a few moments right now or when you're done listening to this, and I want you to write down why it matters. Why is it important for you to take care of yourself? Why does it matter? For so many people, they don't understand that they are so important that they deserve to feel good. They deserve to feel all of the things. The reason I take care of myself is to continue loving others. I cannot love others if I do not love myself. I feel like my sole purpose on this world is to love others so hard that they can see love for themselves, right? And if I am sick, if I am burnt out, if I am overwhelmed, I cannot be present to do the work I was called to do, sweet friends. So I am here to tell you that self-care is primary to anything you want to do in this life and anything you want to do in this world. And I believe this, of course, I believe this, right? You guys know my approach is, is really about managing your mind learning about your thoughts, changing your thoughts to change your life. So I believe that one of the greatest forms of self-care is really managing your mind. It's being proactive in your pursuit to understand, to bring awareness to your thoughts and emotions. And please note, as we discussed before, this activity doesn't offer immediate gratification. Sometimes it's so hard, so challenging. We're called to examine the parts of ourselves that are so, that just need love. We, ought, we do so much work to avoid the pain of life, to avoid what our thoughts are creating and how they are creating our reality. And so we use self-care as a way, right, to buffer. And we're saying, the greatest form of self-care is in fact to look at your thoughts and to look at your emotions. And of course, I also wanna say prayer and meditation and breathing exercises and feeling your feelings and yoga are all forms of self-care for what? Your emotional, your mental, your physical, your spiritual health. And with, if we look at all of these aspects, I'm sure you can come up with more ideas on proactive action to take. That comes from your thoughts and emotions that will drive that action. So what would you include? What am I forgetting here? 
sweet friends. So often the work is in our own brains. It's what we're telling ourselves about what is possible for us. We spend so much time avoiding. We spend so much time deciding that other people are more important than we are. What does love look like to you? What would it mean to love yourself unconditionally? What would it mean to love yourself so hard? And here's what I want to say. So often we think that we have to beat ourselves up to feel better, to lose the weight. We think that losing the weight or finding someone to love us will make us feel better. And in fact, it is the opposite. That the only way to experience true love and true connection is to know that we are 100% worthy and 100% loved. That we are deeply connected to ourselves. In the work in the Courageous Life Society this month is connection. And it is connection to self, it is connection to others, and it is connection to our higher source, our higher power to God. And when we start to change the narrative of what it means to be worthy and to be loved beyond measure, to be a child of God, we change our experience of how we prioritize us. If you are caught in a cycle where you never feel good enough, the cycle will continue to repeat. You will beat yourself up. You will not treat yourself well. And the cycle will, it will be a vicious cycle. Now, I want to say this. It's been super hard for me recently. I am experiencing challenges after COVID. I thought I it was like, oh, I got through COVID. Woo, woo, it's done, right? I have been experiencing long ter longer term challenges with that um, in, in my body, in my, in my heart, right? And, and my self-care is knowing that I have all the time I need to heal. I have all the time I need to grow my business, to love my children, that self-care for me is primary always. It's primary always in my life. But the challenge comes when I am confronted with thoughts that sometimes go against what I choose. So my thoughts are deeply ingrained right? That I, to build a business, one needs to work hard. Hard work equals business growth. That's what I've decided for myself. That's not true. I know that's not true. I've seen many examples of that not being true. But right now, that's my, that, those are my thoughts. And so where, where is the disconnect? When I'm saying that I can build a business and still take care of myself, and yet at the same time, need to work hard, to hustle, to do all of the things that I didn't see coming, obviously. I thought I had 
well, I had, I was at one level and I was like, I don't have to hustle. And I, I don't have to hustle, but I do believe that hard work matters, but I'm not able to work as hard as I can. And so my brain wants to say, you have no time for self-care. You don't deserve self-care at this point. Haven't you had enough self-care? That's always my favorite one. Like, uh, haven't you had enough? And so when I examine those thoughts and I go back to that definition of, of engaging in consistent and ongoing and proactive work to take care of my mind and my body and my soul. It's that triune experience of the world. It's the triune brain, right? Like it's, it's the Trinity. It's all of the things that we see in those three. And so when I am trying to take care of this, of the mind and body and spirit, my brain wants to say, you don't have time. It only, right? Like, who are you? I want you to look at what thoughts and what feelings are stopping you, stopping you from saying, I deserve self-care. I deserve rest. I deserve to love myself so abundantly that my performance in the world is not tied to my self-worth. And that the only way to growth is to pour into myself and to know that I am worthy beyond measure. And I am worthy enough to take a proactive break. And that, sweet friends, is the real work. And that is the work, the deep work, that is required of us all. So I ask you, where, where are you? On a scale of one to 10, let's just, let's just be clear here. How much time do you take for self-care? And on that same scale of one to 10, how much do you value yourself right now? How much do you believe you deserve time to reflect, time to, to be instead of do? And that's the final comment for this. I'm doing this a short podcast, A, because I am also taking care of myself. I want to get a message to you, but because of these health concerns, I want to model what it's like to still show up and be consistent and, and, and love hard, love myself hard and love you all hard. And that might be doing a shorter podcast and that is just fine. But what is it, what does it mean to you to feel connected to yourself, to feel committed to yourself? What does it mean to love yourself so hard? When you love yourself, sweet friends, you take care of yourself. When you know that you matter, 
you don't go down the path of hustling and burnout. You meet your own needs. How are you meeting your own needs right now? And this, of course, I want, let's just do my quick Valentine's Day PSA, right? I do this on Mother's Day, feel like I should do it right now, is that you and you alone are in charge of how you think and how you feel. If you have a choice, choose you. Choose to love you. Choose to love others. So often we get stuck around these big holidays that are right fabricated, um, that we believe that people need to take specific action based on some instruction manual that we've created in our minds for others, that they need to do something for us to make us think and feel a certain way. I'm here to tell you that you can choose to love yourself so hard and you can choose to love others and to know that they love you regardless of any performance, regardless of any action. You know that their thoughts and their emotions are pure. So how are you living? How do you want to experience this Valentine's Day, sweet friend? How do you want to experience any holiday for that matter? Do you want to complain and say that they didn't get you the right thing or that, that it was, and by the way, you can't complain. I'm not saying that, but like, is it that they didn't live up and they made you feel bad? Or do you want to take ownership? Say, I got myself a gift. I don't need a gift. I'd love a gift. It's icing on the cake, but I take care of my own needs. And by the way, I have a God that loves me unconditionally. And just, we just, there's more love in the world. So offer that to you. You take care of yourself so hard. You love yourself so hard that everything else is just icing on the cake. And to be in connection with others is not requiring of them to perform just to love. Sweet friends. Okay, speaking of love, I love you all. Please know that you, each one of you are loved beyond measure and that you have all the tools to learn how to take care of your own needs, to learn how to love yourself and to learn how to meet your own self-care needs your emotional, your mental, your physical and spiritual health. Okay, any questions? I'm getting back to the Friday's um, Q&A. So please let me know if you have any questions. I'm sending you all love and hugs. Happy, happy February, happy connection, happy everything. Please know you don't have to perform to be loved. Okay, bye sweet friends. So yeah, if I can find where to hit the end button.
And as always, I want to remind you, if you want more information about how to work with me, if you really um, have heard anything on this episode that you're like, wait a minute, you can go to jessicastong.com. You can learn more information about the Courageous Life Society, a group coaching membership that really helps you take all this information and apply it. And also you can get more information about one-on-one coaching. Thank you so much and have a great and courageous week, everyone.